Article 12, Redemption, Revival, and Renewal, found in the Feast of Passover and Unleavened Bread, by Pastor Dan Gaiman. One purpose of the Feast of Passover and Unleavened Bread that crossed my mind this spring is how much the festival reminds us to claim and be under the blood of Jesus Christ. Also, it serves as a reminder to praise our Savior, Jesus Christ, for our redemption from sin and eternal death. His blood alone is the origin and basis of our salvation. The Feast of Passover is also a call for the revival of God's people. Revisiting the story of the Israelites' exodus from Egypt is always an essential element of the Passover memorial each year. This, in turn, causes each of us to examine our hearts, make right our relationships with each other, and confess to our Savior our personal sins and iniquities so that we can approach God's altar with properly prepared, penitent hearts at Holy Communion. This is when we apply the blood of Jesus to our lives. God told us in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. While any time is the right time to confess our sin and repent, Passover is the annual time for personal and national repentance. If we fail to make our hearts right with our living God by confessing and repenting of our sins, Tremendous blessings will pass us by. The Feast of Passover and Unleavened Bread is also the season when we should renew our personal, family, and congregational goals. We need to measure our progress and reaffirm our plans for the future. We must endeavor to keep moving forward, growing in our spiritual maturity, and increasing our dominion. Passover is the perfect time for launching out into the deep, for reaching for the stars, it is good not only to take stock and check the rearview mirror, but also keep our eyes on the windshield and catch a vision of what lies ahead. The inspired words of Philippians 3, verse 13 and 14 serve us well in looking toward the future. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. The Feast of Passover marks the beginning of the annual festival calendar that Jehovah established for Israel in the book of Exodus. Passover should be celebrated on the new moon that falls nearest the vernal equinox, usually near March 20th. This day marks the beginning of the first month, often known as the time of green ears, or first ripened barley grain in the month Abib on the biblical calendar. The first day of the new year. Passover week is well known for commemorating two of the most important events in religious and secular history, Jesus Christ's crucifixion and resurrection. The dates of Passover also determine the dates for the Feast of Pentecost. In short, the early summer festival of Pentecost falls seven weeks from the waving of the barley sheaf on the morrow that follows the Sabbath during the week of unleavened bread. The Feast of Pentecost falls 50 days later, penta meaning 50. Significant events need regular review. The Feast of Passover and Unleavened Bread is a good time to remind Christian Israelites of truths that we dare not forget. Number one, Passover is the essence of the redemption of Israel and the gift of salvation. Number two, the annual wave sheaf offering celebrated on Sunday during the week of Unleavened Bread keeps the glorious resurrection of Jesus Christ in the forefront of the minds of God's covenant people. Number three, as mentioned before, 
Christ's crucifixion and resurrection are inseparable cornerstones upon which the foundations of Western Christian civilization are anchored. In BC 1491, Passover marked the end of slavery for ancient Israel under the Pharaoh's iron-fisted totalitarian rule. Israel's exodus into freedom and the sacrifices necessary for a people determined to live as free men and women under the, their new master and Lord Jehovah would mark a significant milestone in Western Christian civilization. Freedom never comes without a tremendous cost, vigilance, and sacrifice. Our Israelite ancestors went from hard slavery in Egypt to a time of terrible trial and testing with their release into freedom in the desert wilderness of Sinai. Another feature of the Feast of Passover is the call to separatism. Every generation of Israelites is obligated to renew their tribal identity as the covenant people of God and to be reminded of the necessity of preserving our racial and spiritual identity at all costs. Living as separatists within the covenant of marriage, family, the local church, and friends is fundamental to maintaining our spiritual and genetic integrity. Practically speaking, living as separatists is crucial amid a multicultural, racially diverse nation with a salad bowl of competing religious, philosophical, and political views. When is a better time to revisit this topic? than when the congregation of Israel gathers to celebrate the mandated feast of Passover and unleavened bread. Such a gathering as this bonds Israelites in their own tribal lifestyle in stark contrast to the multiculturalism of our nation. The feast of Passover provides the time to remember the plagues and divine sanctions visited upon the gods of ancient Egypt and our own urgent need as a covenant people to refrain from every form of idolatry the ten plagues of judgment that fell upon Egypt in the wake of their idolatry should remind us of our own idolatrous gods that we worship, as well as God's impending judgment that he will levy upon these gods along, and all who worship them. Another crucial element of the Feast of Passover and Unleavened Bread is literally and spiritually removing the leaven from our lives during this week. In addition to the all-important examining of ourselves and removing the leaven of sin from our lives, we are likewise to symbolically remove the representation of that sin from our homes. Thus, we remove from our homes and eat no leavening, yeast products, yeast, baking soda, baking powder, for that entire week. The requirement to remove the leaven from our lives is reiterated in the Passover epistle of 1 Corinthians 5.8. To keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Properly and biblically celebrating Christ's crucifixion and resurrection at each annual Passover observance eliminates the pagan celebration of Easter. Every step into the biblical culture of the Christian Israelite lifestyle marks another victory in coming out of Babylon, as Revelation 18.4 commands. The Feast of Passover serves also as a yearly reminder of the depravity of man, the horrific consequences of sin, and the sacrificial blood that Jesus Christ, our Passover lamb, sheds for our sins. He was crucified for our personal redemption. Thus, we are able to qualify as the redeemed children of Jesus Christ, God's covenant people. The Passover communion serves as a reminder of the enormous suffering and sacrifice Jesus Christ made to atone for our own sin. The Feast of Passover and Unleavened Bread 
celebrates the importance of the corporate congregation of Israel being under the protection of the blood of Jesus Christ. Only the precious blood of Jesus Christ, our Passover lamb, can cover as the death angel passes over America and the Israelite nations of the Christian West in judgment upon sin and all the heathen and pagan gods that we worship in this land. The Feast of Passover 2023 was a blessed reset for the families who gathered here this past feast. We encourage you to mark your calendars and plan to join us for next year in the spring of 2024 for the Feast of Passover and Unleavened Bread.